All right, welcome back to the We Not I podcast. We're coming to you live from Centennial Sportsplex, the locker room here in Nashville, Tennessee. Special guest today, Cam Angus. Cam, thanks for joining us. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. A special episode of Pass the Mic, or we'll see how this goes. Pass the Mic, yeah, sure. So uh, we've got, you know, a lot in common with health and wellness, and it's been a long time coming. Excited to have you on the podcast. Dude, I've always, like, seen the hockey player that you are, and, like, I followed you on Instagram for a while and saw some of the health stuff, and now here we are on the same team, and it was like, okay, I kind of know who this guy is, I kind of don't know who he is, but we have a little bit in common, so we'll just shoot the shit from there and see where it goes. (laughs) Yeah, man. I mean, a lot of the the stuff that you're posting as well is pretty on par with, from, you know, movement to exercise to nutrition, definitely, to regenerative farming, and... Uh, just all around taking care of your body so I'm excited to get into it Um, I don't want to butcher your credentials but so kind of do you want to give a little overview on on who you are and uh, you know what our audience can expect all right so as far as credentials go um, I say I'm a personal trainer Uh, no one really understands what a holistic health practitioner is and no one knows what a check practitioner is so uh, Czech practitioner. I went through three years of the Czech Academy, so it's a holistic health and wellness school where it's everything from how to move your body to what to put into your body, how to think, how to breathe, how to sleep, how to eat, drink, basically everything of how to be healthy and basically what makes us human. Uh, so I did that. I let my personal training certification run out since with the school I have a movement certification. So. I say I'm a personal trainer, but by certification, I don't have a personal trainer. I am a Czech practitioner, Uh, but I'm a level three Czech practitioner, so I do everything from everyday training to uh, spinal rehabilitation to post-surgical rehabilitation, uh, mental-emotional counseling. I do a lot of stuff, so it's more than personal training, which kind of like downsells it, but Everyone knows what a personal trainer is. No one really knows what a check practitioner is. Uh, So I have that credential, and then I'm also a muscle activation techniques lower body specialist, which um, it's body work, so I wanted to do something like massage. And massage is fun, but it's a little bit boring. It's quiet. I'm a little bit more outgoing and loud. So with the MAT, I can still be hands-on and do some muscle work while still being loud and have the good music going. Uh, and then the other certification that I have is through stick mobility. So they're like massive orange poles that are seven foot tall to four feet tall. Um, at one point I was the only certified coach in Tennessee. I'm not sure if I still am, but, um, it's not very well known, but it's just really fun. So my style of training isn't necessarily like bodybuilder. I'm going to pump you up. It's, we're going to move better. We're going to feel better and we're going to have good bodies. That's awesome. And uh, could you go into a little bit like who Paul Check is and how he started this academy and what what drew you to it? So Paul, he is he's interesting to say the least. Uh, if you're not familiar with him, but he's worked with all the best from Laird Hamilton to Kobe Bryant to Mike Medano, Chris Chelios. Um, so like just a ton of athletes and the way that he approaches the body is very different than a lot of other people it's a lot of like eastern background a lot of mental emotional stuff and diet it's 
it's a little over the top for a lot of people. It's a little over the top for me sometimes, but just the the standpoint of where he comes from the body where it's not just one stone that you have to turn over to get the health it's everything from the mental emotional to the posture to the breathing to the diet to the water to every like little pebble that you would never think to look under like this guy has an entire book on yeah um so he's the guru for lack of better words but uh He's got a ton of YouTube videos out. So what drew me to him was I was working at a Nutri shop and I was just looking for the next step. I was a, just starting out as a personal trainer, wasn't quite sure where I wanted to go with it. So it was between, um, like I was looking at kinesiology or clinical exercise physiology, just something in the training realm of how to get healthier. Um, and then I stumbled upon his YouTube videos and went down the rabbit hole and just kind of felt like this was a place for me and looking back on it now is a pretty solid choice and just a person that I've turned into from those teachings and the background that I have whenever it comes to training people it's I'm not to say I'm the best but I'm pretty freaking awesome <laughs> kind of for people listening people interested in mental physical health performance uh, from everything that you've learned with Paul Check, your academy uh, all the different mobility training that you do what are what are like the basics what's the bottom of the pyramid the bottom of the pyramid is breathing right. so as weird as it sounds but we are in a world of people that don't breathe correctly so um, learning diaphragmatic breathing and nasal breathing which will come to with like the hostage tape and the micropore taping yeah. and how important that is but breath is everything um, breath sets the foundation with your core muscles and allows you to move better and then just feel better, think clearer. So I would say breathing is the base and then above the base would be a little bit of footwork and then um, just learning how to control the emotions after breathing. So it all comes back to breathing in one way, shape or form and that's the first place that I start with clients is always like three weeks of breath work and they all have the same reaction as I breathe every day, don't tell me I'm breathing wrong. And then we look back three weeks later and oh, my back feels better, my shoulders feel better, my head feels better, I sleep better at night. So definitely breathing is the one place to start. Interesting. Um, do you incorporate that like periodically throughout your day or do you start with like a morning routine of? So you can do either or. Um, most people, whenever it comes to breath work, it's okay, yeah, we'll wake up in the morning and we'll have this protocol and then we'll do this protocol before bed. Mm. So how I break that down is you're really only thinking about your breath twice a day and that's just during those five minute workouts that you might do in the morning and do at night. So the best way that I instruct clients that I've seen that works is take 10 breaths, every so often and just really be cognizant of what you're doing. Yeah. So that way, instead of having, okay, one five minute workout here, one five minute workout there, you have 10 breath little sessions a hundred times a day. Wow. And so now you're starting to make that pattern become a little bit more known to the body and it's more muscle memory rather than just two workouts at you know the beginning and the end of the day. Wow. So it's uh, like the overall concept is to use more your breath 
Use a little bit more, but it's also where it's coming from. So we can break this down. Like if you've, you've seen someone in a panic attack and it's super choppy, it's super quick, and it's, it's all from the neck, it's all from the shoulders, it's all from up here. And so if you think about that, you're pinting yourself up more and more and more. You're just working yourself up. So there's you know your sympathetic nervous system, your parasympathetic, one's going to be run from the tiger, one's going to be less rest, digest, and chill out. So the faster our breath is, the more choppy it is, the faster we're going towards that sympathetic uh, response towards the body. So uh, scientific terms, you're releasing more cortisol into the system, you're getting more of a stress response. You're either gonna fight the tiger, you're gonna run from the tiger. Or we can slow the breath down and then the body's gonna say, oh, you know, this is nice, we can relax, we can chill. Um, so in your field where you know, you're looking at patients, you might notice like, oh wow, this person's just breathing nonstop. It's just you know, in between every word, <sighs> they're winded and they're not even doing anything. And those are usually the people that have more of the autoimmune conditions and they have more stuff wrong with them just because they're releasing cortisol all day long because their body thinks that they're running from the tiger. Yeah, it's just constant stress. Constant stress. And so then it's, okay, well, I'm gonna take 10 breaths here for 30 seconds and calm down, slow my day down and get right back. An hour later, I'll come back and chill out again. That's interesting. And what is, uh, like I've been doing the math now for maybe 45 days or something, and yeah. I, I definitely noticed a difference. Like, I don't know if it's because I took a hot shower and stretched a little bit last night before, but like this morning, I just like popped out of bed. So, there's some people that will, you know, highlight this a lot better than I do. Um, I'm not like an anatomy genius, but, um, what's right, up? Good. We're, on We're the recording, man. <laughs> what? Oh, so, we have a uh, special guest, Taylor Dustin here. We're, oh, literally, we're literally live podcast. No shit. <laughs> no shit. Yo! <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. Sorry. Uh, so, the mouth isn't meant to breathe. It's meant to eat, drink, yeah. and survive. Um, right. Your nostrils, they are meant to breathe. That's where you breathe from. And so whenever you look into like the scientific way of breathing, that you actually release more nitric oxide whenever you breathe through the nose. So your body has more of a response that it's going to have that readiness. It's going to be more inclined to perform better whenever you're breathing properly. Yeah. So what is uh, so the mouth tape by preventing your mouth from going, it's, it's just encouraging your nose. I mean, sleep so. apnea and all that fun stuff. I mean, if your mouth is wide open, you're not going to be breathing correctly. Yeah. So if you're breathing correctly through the night, then obviously your body's going to rest better because it's getting the oxygen that it needs to go through all of its systems. If your body doesn't have enough oxygen in there, then you know it's not going to run correctly. Oh. So the better we breathe, the more efficiently pretty simple. <laughs> Very simple. Yeah, Oxygen goes in, production comes out. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, we only uh, we only have a limited amount of time because we're getting ready for our hockey game. So I'm Go thinking, face. at least for me, for me, the top three in my mind would be breath, food, and exercise. So if you want to, let's jump over to food real quick and I've kind of talk about some regenerative farming, grass fed, or you know, what is what's your diet really consist of? My food is very boring but I do boring very well. Mm -hmm. um, so you commented on like the food pictures, it's usually centered around a piece of meat, 
a carb and a veggie. So super easy. Like I don't do you know, carnivore. I'm not super one way. I'm not super other way. I'm just whatever I'm feeling for the day is what I eat. So, you know, this weekend I played in an inline tournament. It was super hot outside. So I really didn't have a lot of meat. I didn't want a lot of meat just because I'm outside. I'm sweating a lot. Yeah. And, you know, going through there. So the diet changes based on the day, but usually for the most part, it's centered around a piece of meat, a carb and a veggie. Um, and that's just what I have found works best for my body. Some people, um, what kind of carbs are you eating? Carbs, I love sweet potatoes. Yeah. That's my favorite. Um, I do well with rice. I can do pretty well with uh, some sourdoughs here and there, but for the most part, potatoes are where I live. <laughs> Dude, we have a squat tonight. Yeah, <laughs> um, nice. So, you, you feel like you can you can tell and you can notice when you're like mentally and physically when you're eating well and when you're not. Yes. Um, so, superpower wise, um, I had eczema in college. So, like, if I fall off the wagon completely and start yeah. eating like an asshole, my skin yeah. tells me right away. So it's kind of cool, it's kind of like a superpower. Um, so my body will have that feeling, but also, um, I mean, you, you're into the food too, so like you definitely know that you, def you feel better. Right. You just, you feel clean and, um, with like the grass-fed stuff, cause you can eat a massive steak and not even feel bogged down after. Mm -hmm. You feel like a million bucks. Yeah. Um, so I enjoy eating that way. Uh, your food should be enjoyed. It shouldn't be something that you dread doing. So whenever it comes to dieting and diet culture, it's what food do you look forward to eating and what's going to give you the best output. So instead of labeling foods good or bad, you just look at them as optimal, suboptimal. Mm -hmm. So it's still yeah, like it's kind of good or bad, but it's still, yeah. you know, what is the optimal choice in this condition? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's a and then you that. can always, you know, narrow it down through there. So. You're going to fast food, yes, it's a suboptimal choice, but you can still make an optimal choice out of a suboptimal option. So, and you can still have suboptimal choices with optimal choices too. Like, if you know that a food doesn't agree with you, but it's still healthy, then, you know, it might not be healthy for you, but it, it's still good, but it's still gonna be a suboptimal choice. Um, so, example, I don't do well with leaves, but I'll crush a salad every now and then. Yeah. And it goes right through me. Mm -hmm. So, like, I see leaves on the other end. So, like, yes, it's an optimal choice because, you know, you could be having chicken tenders, so that's your suboptimal choice. Yeah. But at the same time, it's still, like, not the best choice for me. Might be an optimal choice for you, but not for me. Yeah. Interesting. And, um, you know, other components of health and wellness, like, Mentally, I think on this this podcast, kind of a little bit about uh, you know, mental health and any uh, any struggles that you've been through or advice you oh. give to people. Yeah. So, uh, have you ever heard of Carl Jung? You live in his work, Union Psychology. No. Okay. So he has uh, the archetypes. So there's like Jester, the storyteller. Okay. Yeah, so I think like, so. I side with both of those just because I enjoy telling stories. Everything I teach is through a story or some sort of thing that's happened to me. Um, but he also has a wounded healer. So um, a lot of people are led to health through the wounded healer just because this is something that I've been through and I can give back to you. Yeah. So uh, come October 23rd, 
something like that. Uh, it was the anniversary of my dad's death, so that was about four years ago. Um, so working through that was a big challenge and just kind of learning how to cope around death. And that's really where the mind work started, the breath work started, um, and how to control emotions. So where I talked about earlier, where you know the breath is what starts it because if you can't control the emotions, then you're going to be in a bad place. So learning how to breathe and work through everything, and now looking back on the other side, it was you know worth everything. But the journaling was super powerful. Um, not letting everything be stuck inside. So um, there was journaling that I went through, and then doodling. Um, so if I couldn't figure out what to journal for the day, I would just start drawing on uh-huh. it. Sure enough, you'd start drawing this picture, and lo and behold, it would be everything that you're feeling, and you can write a whole story about it. Wow, that's um, So just you know, taking a step back and actually paying attention to how you're feeling and what's going on, rather than feeling like, yeah, I'm a masculine man. I live with my mom, my grandma, and my sister at the time, so I got to be the man of the house. I can't, you know, feel my emotions right now and stuff them down long enough they come back with inventions um, I learned that the hard way too but um, but just allowing yourself to feel and really put stuff out there and listening to your emotions and working with the emotions and breathing through the emotions is a lot more powerful than mm-hmm. trying to be the stoic masculine man that everyone wants to put out on social media these days right yeah I like that breathing through the emotions and that is kind of what you said earlier it's like, it's like your ice bad thing dude you're in a yeah. you're in a controlled stressor so you have to breathe through it and mm-hmm. work with yourself yeah totally <laughs> you can't you can't hold your no. breath <laughs> yeah. well, you know sorry you had that experience but it's similar to me you make you make lemons out of lemonade you Damn make straight. most of it sometimes there's silver linings and things and uh Talking about your emotions too leads into the love you grow thing. So you're such a good example of positive masculinity. Oh, that's what it's grow. all about. Um, how can people find you? Uh, Instagram, Camanga68. Yeah, that's about that's it. That's the best way. That's the right. best way. And you offer, do you do like remote video? I do remote training. Stuff? I do in-person training. I do free consultations. If you ever want to talk and just pick my brain, I'll do that for everyone once. Um, after that, you got to pay me, unfortunately. But... Remote work, in-person work, I just want to help people at the end of the day, so don't be a stranger. Making bone broth, you want to give uh, your friends a shout-out? Yeah, dude, Tennessee Grass-Fed, <laughs> the homies. <laughs> so, yeah, thanks for, uh, thanks for bringing some stuff tonight. Got you. And, uh, let's go win this hockey. Let's go Pigs. All right, love you, bro. Love you, bro.